welcome to Manifesting 101, the podcast. I'm Kimberly Fitton, everyone's favorite mind shift mentor. Shifting your mindset in the big five areas of your life, mentally, physically, financially, spiritually, emotionally. Um, my purpose is to obliterate, deconstruct, demolish constructs, legalistic and religious constructs that keep us believing that poverty is a standard operating procedure instead of the anomaly it was always supposed to be. So happy that you could join me in this space, sharing this space. I want to take the time to thank you for making Manifesting 101 the um, podcast in the top 5% shared, top 5% listened to. That's huge. It's a God's idea. And I want to thank you for sharing space with me. You might want to make sure that for the next five podcasts, you have something to write with and something to write in and take a moment um, to be in a space to do these activities and activations that I'm going to run you through. We are going to be talking about dream life, how to manifest that dream life in um, your business and all five areas of your life. Um, I'm going to be giving actual, um, you know, steps as I always do activation so that you can do it. I just want to make sure that if you're listening to this while you're driving or at work, that you at least give yourself um, a memo, make a mental note to do these things when you get to a, a space and place where you can do it and devote some time to yourself and literally up your self care. But before we get into all of that, you know, we got 10 seconds of gratitude, right? Gratitude gives us in the vein of great expectations to be tuned in, tapped in, turned on, to who we should pour into, who we should receive from. The Bible says that he gives us favor with God and man. Um, having favor with God is great and the blessings come through the hands of man, right? So we want to be open. We want to make sure that we are clear, that our antennas are not bent and bent by life situations, bent by constant complaining or reflecting on what you haven't done yet and where you're not yet, constantly thinking on the bill that is due because we know that what we honor shows up. And so we want to honor gratitude. We want to make that our daily medicine. Um, and so we always do more than 10 seconds, but we start out with, you know, just 10 seconds of gratitude. So breathe in, breathe out. And today's point of gratitude is going to be for family and safe spaces. So I am right currently right now in Georgia, really, um, grateful and thankful for being around family, grateful and thankful for seeing my parents in ways that I haven't seen them in. Um, I look at their faces daily and I'm grateful that I get to see their faces. I'm very fortunate. Um, and I am thankful and give a point of gratitude for your resilience. If your parents have transitioned and you're no longer sharing physical space with them and miss them terribly, um, I'm grateful for your resilience and the fact that you are the manifestation of your parents' DNA in the earth, right? And that their legacy lives on through you. Um, and so I'm very grateful that the divine has chosen to extend their lives to where I can benefit from it and get to know my parents as friends. Super duper grateful for that. Don't take it for granted and acknowledge the ways that I have taken it for granted. Just super grateful to be surrounded by love. And with that, like I said, when you get done giving thanks for that thing, whatever you gave thanks for, whatever family member you, whoever that you gave thanks for in your family, it changes your genetic makeup, right? 
And even if your parents um, are transitioning, if you, you know, like are a singleton and, and you don't have access to family or, you know, all your family has transitioned, that's a real thing. But know that their DNA is in you and you are making a legacy that will not be forgettable. And so let's head into what we're talking about. Um, we are talking about creating your dream life um, and the vision uh, that you hold for your dream life, whether that be in business. Know that your dream life is based on five factors, mentally, physically, physically, spiritually, and financially. They should be based on those five factors. If you're talking about your dream life and you're only thinking about financially, that's imbalanced, right? And so a life that's unbalanced, you will not manifest as easily as if you would, if you were focused on all five areas and gaining abundance, manifesting abundance in that. And so most people, when they start out with this manifestation game, want a thing, want a material thing to manifest. And this journey, I'll say it once, I'll say it a thousand times, this journey is less about manifesting a thing as it is um, more so manifesting, you know, the evolution of who you are in character and integrity and even in your self-concept, right? To where you can become, as the Bible says, all creation waits with moanings and groanings and great expectations for the manifestation of the sons of God. And the only way we can truly manifest into the sons of God, into sonship, is really acknowledging who we are, that we are spirit beings, um, living a human experience, um, that we are supposed to be limitless. And... Um, to advance the kingdom and, and, and advancement of the kingdom could be in creating medications, right? And creating cures for things, um, strategies and, and just really taking away the thought of, man, I can't do this. Oh, this is too hard for me. No, like living limitlessness in Christ is pretty awesome, but you can only get there and you can only get there when you understand just who you are. And that's the manifestation process, right? So this is why it's giving you some basics, right? If it's your first time joining me, this is why Jesus says in, in um, Luke, I'm going to say Luke 10 when he, no, that's the wrong address. Um, when he says, take no thought what you should eat, what you should drink. I'm going to look that up quick so I can give you the exact address because y'all know I hate when I give a scripture reference and it's the wrong one. Luke 10 was the great commission and I want to make sure I have the right one for you. Matthew 6, 25 through 33, it says, you know, take no thought for your life, what you should eat, what you should drink, what you should um, even wear on your body, because what the whole synopsis of that is, it'll all be taken care of. So when we move our mindsets from thinking about the material things and no, if he wants that gone, it's not about manifesting the material things, the houses, the clothes, the cars, the money, then what is it about? Oh, the kingdom, the, the limitlessness of the kingdom. And so... Um, know that all these things are taken care of. It's coming into that actuality so that you can then focus on sonship and allowing him to develop you in that. Um, but I, I'll be honest with you. I started this journey by wanting material things, right? I, I, I prayed two things. I made a, a petition, a Lord, make my name great. Um, however you want to do that, make my name great in a very positive way though. Like, don't make my name great because I'm a serial killer. Like, <laughs> don't do that on embezzle funds. Don't, don't, without legal troubles, make my, make my name great. And then the other thing I did was, um, Lord, I want my life to look differently and however you want to change that to give you glory, I'm okay with because I've tried it on my own and it's not working. Um, and I ask, you know, that I'd be debt free. 
Um, I wanted to do full-time ministry and I don't want to charge people for that ministry. So then that means that all of my travel, all of the expenses are paid by you. And that's what I asked for. And I'm going to tell you, that's what I got um, from that point on. My streams of income, multiple streams of income came in. Um, if you're not familiar with my story, you can check out any of the previous seasons of the podcast and you'll get that story. But um, it seemed like the ideas were falling out of thin air, you know, books that I, I wrote that were just passion projects. I just thought I was being told to write the book just to say, you know, hey, that's something personal, a personal goal for me. I did it. And that's really huge. And then all of a sudden I'm looking and treatment facilities are buying this book. Um, there are people all over buying this book. And uh, I'm getting, you know, the checks from KDP, um, Amazon Publishing. And it's like, whoa, what's going on, right? Um, multiple streams of income, the businesses, the revenue, all those things, right? I, I see this happening. And then I'm flying all over, teaching God's word, inspiring people, um, a motivational speaker, like just these things popping up, you know, Shopify stores, just all the things. And when I realized that was manifesting, great, that's what I asked for, you know, like financial freedom, that's what I asked for. So at 35, 36, having a savings account for the first time, right, being out of debt, having all of my payday loan debt put in escrow, and then being out of that payday loan debt wiped clean, in less than three months. Like that's super duper amazing. That was manifested. And then the real work began. The real work began. Um, and it didn't, it didn't happen because I wanted to manifest those material things It happened because there was a bigger purpose. Um, and what I wanted to do ultimately was not just for the benefit of myself, but for all those I came into contact with, which is why you're listening to me. Um, which is why you will take this message and someone will listen to you, right? It's the domino effect. Um, and it all started though with a vision, with a request. Um, so just want to cover some basics. Whenever you're manifesting, you need to ask yourself, why, why do you want this? If it's just for your benefit, I want you to know it's going to be a super long and tedious process. And it might not even happen. Why do you want it? I want my bills paid. Why? 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 Because you can do that, right? You can get a job and you can pay your bills. Why is it important for you to be debt free? What is it that you want to be able to focus on instead of robbing Peter to pay Paul, living paycheck to paycheck? It can't be because you want to buy all these things or look a certain way or live in a certain area. What, like, even when you're talking about, I want to purchase a house, even if that's what you want to manifest. Okay, why? Why? Also, I can live. Great. Will you be a blessing to that neighborhood? Will you be the one to speak peace over that neighborhood? Will you pray for the people in that neighborhood? Because wherever you are, your light is. And so I, I want to just give a basics, you know, a, just go over some, cover the basics, right? Think bigger picture. Yes. You desire a place to live and you need a place to live. And so Matthew 6, 25 through 33 says that all that's taken care of. So thinking deeper, will you agree to speak peace over that community, that city, that town? Will you agree that when the Lord blesses you with money that you will then bless other people? You will sow seeds as well. I mean, I could do a whole 20 podcast on the fact that of sowing and reaping, 
and the fact that a lot of my blessings, the bulk of my blessings have been manifested because I have not paused to bless someone. And now I, I have previous podcasts where I talk about make sure that the ground is good and make sure that you're not being gyra, right? Um, you're not being their provider, but you are providing provision, God is providing provision through your hands, right? And so you want to make sure that you're not just solving problems. Because when I think about it, when I lived in my car, um, I got closer to God. I got to see God in a different way. I did. When he, when he ended up paying, <laughs> when money showed up out of nowhere to be able to get me out of my car, oh, I remembered God. And I know the prayer that I prayed. Yeah. Had, had... My parents helped me with that. I wouldn't have been able to know God the way I do. I remember some some things people have to go through. It's a part of their story. And it there's even this passage in the scripture where it's like what the enemy meant for evil. God turned it for my good. I'm going to find that exact address for you. So you know some things, some things, first of all, there's nothing insurmountable through God. Like there's, it's not a thing. It's, it's not a thing. There's nothing that causes him to pause. He doesn't stress over what we stress over. He doesn't panic. And there's a passage in Luke that says he's put all things under our feet, like to tread upon serpents. Like there's nothing that will harm us. So why would any of our temporal, these temporal situations give God pause, which means we have the ability to have overcoming victory. Um, Genesis 50 and 20 says, you intended to harm me, but God intended it for good to accomplish what is now being done, the saving of many lives. Eesh, eesh, let it sit in. Oh, you intended to harm me, but God intended it for good to accomplish To accomplish what is now being done, the saving of many lives. When I think about when I was in Indonesia and 18, my mom purchased a one-way ticket for me. I was literally on my own. Um, Help was not helping. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I met God in a very, very real way with the things that I experienced over there. And when I got off the plane, the fact that... I um, was given 10,000 US dollars in rupiah in Indonesian currency by a complete stranger. I'm calling her angel of the Lord. Oh, <laughs> the enemy meant to harm me. The moment of contrast was meant to harm me, but God intended it for the good to accomplish what is now being done in the saving of lives. Like when I tell you there are so many lives that have been saved by my story, so many lives have been encouraged by my story. Yeah, so I'm saying that this manifestation journey, he's going to take all of the things that you thought you couldn't do and couldn't handle. He's going to show you how that is for your good, for the saving of many lives. So you just want to make sure that whatever it is that you desire, whatever it is that you want, that it is not solely for you to enjoy, that it is for others to enjoy and for lives to be changed as well, right? So whatever your intentions, make sure that they are deeply rooted and good, okay? So if you want to manifest a thing to hurt somebody, to prove something to somebody, to say, nana, nana, boo, boo, like, I'm so sorry. It's going to prolong it. It's going to delay it. 
It's still going to happen, but it's going to delay it until you get the picture. That it doesn't matter who did it to you and who said what about you. He's intending it for your good. Like he's turning that thing. He's turning that thing. So now we're going to get into the dream life activation. Give yourself a second um, to get in the, the mindset of talking about your future and the dream life and what it looks like. We're going to do these activations. We are going to have a blast. So the first thing you want to do is start by giving yourself permission to create a space where you can think about what your dream life looks like in big five areas, mentally, physically, financially, spiritually, emotionally. Give yourself a space. Um, is it like I have a prayer closet, right? I would totally use this space to do that. But I like to put on some lo-fi hip hop music, light a candle, maybe have some good smells around, good vibes, make sure there's no excess noise around. Um, that I can really, really think. And if you, if you have kids, like I said, and, and you're um, in a space where it's like, Kim, you know, uh, silence is golden. Yes. And when do I ever have silence? You might have to make a greater sacrifice getting up earlier um, and doing this, um, making a space for this, or when the kids go to bed, making space for it. And even if you're exhausted, taking 30 minutes to just create a space and calm and meditate on this, is going to help you get better sleep anyway and make you feel better when you wake up in the morning. So self-care says you take the time to make the time to take the time to think about your future, to relax, to get in a really, really good space. And so the thing we're going to look at, we're going to look at what your dream, when you think about what your dream life is like 10 years from now, um, five years from now, one year from now, six months from now. So you're going to have four spaces, 10 years, five years, one year and six months, right? So you can keep it on the same page, um, write a couple sentences, or you can have a page for each one. But I want you to think about it, you know, and I want you to think big, start by really, really thinking big in your 10 years. You know, where do you want to arrive at? Um, in 10 years. Um, what are uh, five big, exciting, amazing things you want to have achieved in the five areas of your life, mentally, physically, spiritually, financially, emotionally? So when you're looking at this 10 years, five years, one year, six months, you're still thinking about all five areas. And for those of you who are like, oh, this is too much work. Um, first of all, it's not. If you don't plan for it, it won't happen. And if you're setting goals without God, that's not a thing. Goals without God is like a quick way to make sure nothing happens and it's delayed because the grace over your life allows you to get things done. The grace over my life allows me to get things done. And grace comes by inviting God into the vision of your 10 year, your five year, your one year, your six months. Grace is needed. And grace it just means that all the people will be in place to help assist you in doing, right? All of heaven is backing you in doing this. Not inviting God into your dreaming big is not a thing. Goals without God, vision without God, uh, plans without God, that's not a thing. So what we're going to do for this and this is the activation. Hopefully you'll do your homework on this and really spend some time on that and then meet me for the next podcast, right? 
um, which we'll move on to the next area. So what you're going to do is you're going to, for 10 years, again, where do you want to arrive at? What are five really big, exciting, amazing things you want to have achieved in your big five areas of your life? Um, it's the same thing when you look at five years. And if you don't know, like the big, you should be able in the 10 years to really think about the, the five areas of your life. You can break it down to three things that you want to achieve, right? But where do you want to be? Like, give me one word to describe 10 years physically, mentally, spiritually, financially, emotionally. Like, for example, physically, it'd be like, you know, fit and good health, mentally, um, less anxiety, no anxiety, not worrying so much, letting the past go, walking in forgiveness, um, spiritually, praying more, having a, a whole prayer and meditation routine, emotionally, you know, experiencing love, financially, debt-free, or having 25,000 in savings or, you know, just, you can, it doesn't have to be, and it could be as simple as, um, in 10 years, I see myself balanced emotionally, physically, financially, spiritually, and mentally it, you know what I mean? So like, I want, I don't want you to be, um, bogged down and frustrated by having to write a lot. And when you feel like that, step away from it because no one needs frustration in a moment where you're supposed to be feeling good. When you're talking about your dream life and setting these goals, you need to feel good. You need to feel good. So don't be stressed about it. Don't don't be stressed. You can uh, you can make an adaptation to all of this if you'd like. It's whatever works for you. Right? So you're going to ask yourself the same questions in the 5 year and do the same thing for the five year, for the one year, and for the six months. Same question. Same question. Um, all right. Same question in all of the four areas. Ten year, five year, one year, six months. Got it. So before you begin to write, you're in this space. You're making it comfy. Um, you have the candle burning. You got all good vibes going on. Maybe you're playing some gospel music. I don't know. Maybe you're playing some low. Again, my, my go-to is some lo-fi hip-hop or some jazz. I like to listen to Robert Glasper. Whatever you're listening to, make sure it's your feel-good music. Like, it's the music that makes you, um, that, that sparks up nostalgia that doesn't help you make bad decisions. You know what I'm saying? So, like... Um, just make sure that you're choosing some music and the ambiance and the candle or whatever, you know, that makes you feel good, makes you feel good. All right. So you're going to inhale and exhale, exhale, inhale through your nose, exhale through your mouth, inhale again, exhale. Now, I want you to, by faith, see yourself taking the hand of Jesus. I don't want you getting caught up on whether he's black, white, Puerto Rican, Haitian, Asian. No, just picture light. You're taking his hand and you're stepping into that light. And you are sitting down with him. And you're simply asking what does my life look like 10 years 
What does my life look like five years, one year, six months? What is it that you want me to experience that I don't believe I can achieve? What, what is it that you want for me? And I want you to see yourself just beginning to ask yourself this, those questions, right? With Jesus there. Where do you want to arrive in 10 years? What are three to five big, exciting, amazing things you would love to have achieved? What does your life look like mentally, physically, financially, spiritually, emotionally? And then after you mention what you want your life to look like, I want you to see yourself asking Jesus, is this okay or should I think bigger? And I want you to write down without argument whatever it is that you see. Even if it's a string of words, do the same for five years. Do the same for one year. Do the same for six months. And when you're done in this time, during this time, you might only have time to ask about 10 years. Maybe five years is the next session. But after you write down and you feel the release, I want you to give thanks for that life. Put your hand on your paper and begin to visualize it and give thanks for that life. And before you release, say it is so and so it is. I'm Kimberly Fitton. Join me for the next um, five, uh, if I feel like there should be more, then there'll be more. For the next five podcasts, we're talking about our dream life and manifesting that. We're going to have some activations. And y'all know a workbook is coming, right? Y'all know this, right? You know a workbook is coming. Um, but for now, for now, <laughs> you can listen to this as many times as you need to. and Get the nuggets. Um, share, continue to share as you always do. If this is helping you, you definitely know someone else that would like to create their dream life as well. Okay. Continue to do what you all have always done and wherever you go, wherever your funky feet step foot in, remember, don't let, you know, don't let your crown down. Don't let it slip. You are the magic in that area. And I want you to go be great. If this has blessed you, you can, I know cash app is having some issues, but you can still send dollar sign K capital K Kimberly, um, capital F fit and all one word. You can do PayPal at K 88 at gmail.com. And you can also Venmo. Um, you can find me by putting in Kimberly fit and you can find me there. Email address zellkfitten88 at gmail.com. All the things you can find me. Um, and, you know, it used to be like coffee's on you. Coffee's on me, Kim. Uh, pizza's on you. I don't eat pizza anymore. So I, I've turned this vegan lifestyle. But if it's been a blessing and you want to trade in on it, go for it. Um, as always, thank you so very much and have an amazing day.